Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Broke Theater Ushers podcast, the show where two former theater ushers uh, talk about and review movies, TV shows, or just whatever you really feel like talking about. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Sam, and I'm joined by my co-host, Araceli. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm good. You feeling okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so since this is our very first episode, um, I think we should tell you guys a bit of our a little bit about ourselves and just what we kind of like in terms of films and genres and stuff like that. So um, just to get a little bit to know about us, um, we've been together for four years now uh, and we met working in a movie theater. Um, ever since then, we just had our favorite pastime being watching movies and TV shows. And um, even after we stopped working there, we just enjoyed it so much that you know, it's just kind of become our, our hobby and favorite pastime of just watching a movie and discussing it. And it's gone to the point where we just decided, hey, why not share our opinions with the world if you feel like it? <laughs> um, so we were also recommended by a couple of our friends to do it. So if you don't like our show, blame them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's about it for that, our background. <laughs> Um, but also just to kind of give you a better idea of some of our favorite films, um, that we kind of like to enjoy, uh, I think we can, we're just going to go through some of those just to help you get a better idea of like what kind of films that we prefer watching or liking and, and stuff like that. And maybe some kinds that, you know, we don't really care about. So, um, and then after that, we're going to talk about the newest MCU movie, Black Widow, um, and I'll leave time codes in the description. So if you don't want to hear all that other stuff, then if you want to just listen to Black Widow and talk about that, um, you can just go to the time code timestamp down below. Um, and it will also be for that um, all spoilers. So it won't be a non-spoiler review. It'll just be all spoilers. So and we figured we just do all spoilers because well, if you want to listen to somebody else's opinions on it it would rather just be easier to listen to somebody talk about the whole movie rather than bits of it so watch the movie first and then come back to this so cool yeah uh so let's talk about some of our favorite movies uh do you want to go first hi guys it's araceli yeah um i'm pretty simple my top three are titanic eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Mm-hmm. and 500 days of summer these are all movies i can quote i can watch whenever it comes on or i own on dvd and i can put it on myself so mm-hmm. if it's sad romantic movies though that's my that's my genre to, of to go to that's if every genre is romance movies sad romance movies oh it's sad so it has to end terribly yeah tragic otherwise terrible <laughs> not terrible but <laughs> i won't watch it <laughs> um so um for me i'm kind of a big nerd um so you know i like my sci-fi um movies and uh, mostly comic book movies i'm a comic book fan i read comic books a lot and um so i'm a big fan obviously of the mcu so those are usually my you know my go-to movies but i also like you know just some dramas as well. Like I like my my fancy art house movies as well. But um, shout out to A twenty four. Yes, shout out to A twenty four. But yeah, I like my my superhero movies though. So 
um, watching Black Widow was is like a requirement for me. Also, I hadn't watched any MCU movies up until I met Sam, so I am not too too familiar with um, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. So forgive me if I'm a little stupid. <laughs> it's, it's all right. But, but um, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, well, well just a you know, quick example. My some of my favorite movies are like your typical. You know, I love you know Empire Strikes Back, big Star Wars guy. Uh, I really love Avengers Endgame. Um, Dark Knight's probably my favorite film ever made. But I also like my you know your Back to the Futures. Uh, um, you know, Old Boy. That's a very good one. And Toy Story Two is like one of my favorite animated films ever made. Incredibles is up there, so I like a whole bunch of random films, but you know, obviously, like I said before, super movies are my are my bread and butter. And we can so. link our letterbox just so you guys. Yeah, we so, are. Yeah, we have a bunch of lists. Our our favorite films, our worst films, all the lists that we've seen together. Um, so if you go in the films list, it'll be just my list. So like, I think it's like over six hundred films in that list. But if you go to like actual lists, um, it'll be. And it'll say, like, Aristotle and Sam's film was, and that's, like, in the 300s or something, so. Yeah, and we uh, rank them out of 1 to 10. Yeah, we rank them out of 1 to 10, but since Letterboxd is out of 5 stars, we just do the half stars as, obviously, just, you double it, and that's what it is, so. Yeah. But, yeah, so, and as well, um, when we rank Black Widow, we'll be doing it just typical out of 10. Um, it'll basically just be 1, 1 out of 10, god-awful just no merit at all two out of ten very like obviously really bad but you know maybe you'll get maybe you got some enjoyment out of it like some of our favorites is like the room is like a perfect two out of ten where it's like so bad it's enjoyable yeah uh three out of ten is just pretty you know it's just it's just terrible it's you know maybe just one or two things you might like in it but overall it's just mostly bad you'll get the gist yeah it it just goes from there yeah so so yeah. yeah um but yeah so that's really it about us about our background so um we're excited we've been talking about this for a really long time yeah. and we're doing this <laughs> frankly because the pandemic really put a bummer on um halting movies and you know just looking back on yeah. other things it was just like we yeah. appreciate how much we because what was the first movie because the last movie we saw before the pandemic <laughs> was, was, ben <laughs> it was it was the way back with Ben Affleck. Oh, not a good way to end <laughs> yeah. going to the movie theater. It wasn't terrible. It, was it wasn't fine. bad. We will um, not review that. <laughs> no, Maybe like three years later. No, not even. But um, but the first movie we saw um after the pandemic was um Minari, the movie with um Stephen Young, and stuff like that. That was really good. That was. Um, yeah, that was a very. Um, yeah, know. since the theaters yeah. opened up, we've seen Minari, we've seen Quiet Place, a Quiet too. Place too, and then and the latest and is we just saw Black Widow. Black Widow. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. I would have loved to have done Fast Nine. <laughs> Stop saying that. We're never doing that. You don't want to see John Cena? No I'm good. No, as Dom's brother. <laughs> Ben Diesel's brother, even though no. they look nothing alike. No, I'm totally fine. 
All right. Um, so I guess we can get into it. Um, we can talk about Black Widow. Um, I guess first, just so you kind of get a background of how we feel about the MCU overall, we can kind of discuss that first before, since this is like literally the newest Marvel movie overall. So, um, as I said before, I'm a big comic book fan. I love the MCU overall. I think they're some of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and the worst ones are just, for the most part, they're just kind of okay in movies. They're not terrible, not the worst. I think the only one that is bad, I think a lot of people can agree with me, is, um, is Thor The Dark World. I think that's the only one that is bad. Just because that is the most generic one out of all of them. That is the one where, when I look back on it, I'm just like, it just it's just so boring it's really boring and there's nothing inspiring in it and it's just i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> so that's how i feel about that but um i would say some of my favorites are like my favorite overall is is endgame um that one we saw thursday night premiere when it came out and that probably has to be one of the best movie going experiences i think we had was that movie because we were that was the only one i think where we were only surrounded by fans of the movies like just like the hardcore mcu fans like there was people in costumes and stuff like that and it was really fun to see all of them and like it was just a blast like everyone it was peak it was peak like it, that was the right audience to see it with and everybody was respectful there was no just crying babies which was not which is <laughs> what we experienced in black widow um yeah but it's like you know just you know stuff like that but like everybody was respectful about it and they all cheered and went nuts over it and yeah it was really good and that i would say that helped with the experience but it's still also a very good movie in my opinion yeah um uh also also some of my favorites uh guardians of the galaxy 2 i think is severely underrated i don't know why everyone thinks that one is worse than the first film or is this one of the lower tier Marvel movies? I don't know why. I it's, worked through that movie. It's definitely the funniest one. <laughs> and I had a blast every time yeah. cleaning the theater to uh -huh. the David Hasselhoff song. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and yeah, that was yeah. like the only, or not the only, but the first movie that really got me into um, actually giving a because shot to these movies. Because yeah, that was the only, because that was the first one that we saw. Cause I, not after not long, too long after we started dating, it was when I told you obviously you know like what I'm into and stuff like that. And I think the first one that you saw at my place was the first Guardians movie. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like you know it, it was good, it was enjoyable. What you it say? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. And then I do we, like it. It's yeah. just that Guardians two like. And then we went to see the spot in my. Heart. So I basically <laughs> showed her the first one to to because I was going to see the second one and you know she wanted to go see it with me so. I said, then you should probably watch the first one then. And I showed her the first one. She thought it was fine. Then we saw the second one. And, you know. I've been hooked since then. So I'm I'm giving yeah. all these movies a shot now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's one of my personal favorites. I think that movie is hysterical. And yeah. there's a sense of where it's emotional, obviously. And stuff like that. I think Yondu dying in that movie is probably whoa, the most. Whoa. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, I think that movie, I think his death in that movie is probably the most emotional one so far because he's 
the only one so far has been dead and stayed dead. Other than obviously, you know, the other ones in Endgame, but yeah, um, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, I also love obviously Infinity War and uh, Winter Soldier and the first Iron Man movie. I think that's one of my favorites. Um, I watched that a whole bunch as a kid, and you know, I was probably like, oh my god, probably like close to ten my movie came out and I didn't watch it in theaters but I watched it at home all the time and so that like movies like ingrained into my brain so but I, I still love that film to this day I watched it a couple months ago and I still it still holds up in my opinion but to your opinion you think the opposite of that <clears throat> of uh, of uh, Iron Man yeah well let's just get into Black Widow I don't want to <laughs> I don't want people hating me on well, the... <laughs> what, what, well why don't you give some of your opinions like what some of your um well yeah like there's no denying they're just like really fun enjoyable well done films mm. for sure um I just I don't I don't know I I definitely like Guardians 2 for just it's got the whole package for me and I mean, nothing against people who like Iron Man or Captain America or uh, whoever. It's just, um, it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea of movies. Um, but, like, um, I do like the Spider-Man films with Tom Holland, obviously. Mm. I'm looking at your poster now because I'm trying to, like, pinpoint the characters I have, <laughs> in I movies. Have a, I have a big, we're recording in the back of my room, and uh, I have a big Marvel poster from, like, 2005. Of like, like comic accurate, of like, literally characters lifted from the pages of all the characters. You probably don't recognize half of them because they're in their actual costumes as opposed to the movie costumes. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I give them a shot. That's all I can really say. And I do enjoy them for the, for the most part. And I will watch them opening night, mm -hmm. regardless if I don't know <laughs> their background. Mm-hmm. So, um, what would you say other than Guardians 2 is like, you know, because um, I know you really love, um, or you love the WandaVision. <gasps> yes. <laughs> we will not take WandaVision slander on this podcast <laughs> or anywhere. Um, yeah, I don't have any words. I truly am so sad that it ended <laughs> and <laughs> really mad. It's just a mini series. Um, well, yeah, she back. she is coming back, but she's not. Mm. She's not getting her season two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Wandavision is like probably the best thing I think that's come out of Marvel. It's different. It's mm. extremely. I think it, Elizabeth Olsen does the best homage to that character, and definitely Paul Bettany as the Vision. Mm. I think they just work so well together and i'm just so glad that they got which one would you say is um is better guardians 2 or or wandavision the other one no you can't pin them against <laughs> each other i like them for different reasons mm -hmm. um but the i think both things hold up like emotionally well yeah i think that it definitely hits people in the heart i think that it's not cheesy i think it's very authentic feelings of grief and uh, just wanting <laughs> to be mm -hmm. a part of family yeah. a family mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i um 
I definitely do think the the newest phase of Marvel is definitely doing something a lot different, and that's what makes me excited. Is because you know I like when um, comic book properties are making stuff that are just you know it doesn't have to be one to one with the books, but you know it, it has to capture the spirit of it, and that's for the most part they're all fun and they're you know and they're wacky and goofy. And I think you know the MCU has been slowly but surely, and now. Um, We've kind of reached that point of just silliness. I think we've seen it now recently. Um, this was before we were recording this before the last episode of Loki, but like Loki as a whole has just been like, like additionally like on top of WandaVision, just like the wackiest shit you will ever see. <laughs> it's it's so goofy and convoking, and I and I I think that attributes to what makes it so such an enjoyable show. I'm glad that. It feels like Marvel's not holding back in that sense as well. I wish we had done this podcast when WandaVision was coming out. Oh, you just would probably hear me cry for 20 minutes and then (laughs) then start getting into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. So, Um, want to get into Black Mm. Widow? (laughs) Well, is there any aspects of the the more movies that you don't like is there anything that you're just like, um oh. honestly i feel like i'll bring that up when it when we talk about black widow mm-hmm. but um i think the only reason i can't probably enjoy captain america iron man like all those earlier movies is just because like i am like, you don't have to read comics. Well, I mean, it obviously helps to, like, you know, um, connect to these characters and whatnot. But, like, it's just overwhelming. And mm. I um, didn't watch these movies consistently or in... Or, like, out of order. So I definitely had to try to remember a lot of movies and storylines before, you know infinity war and endgame so um yeah like i think that's the only thing that holds me back personally is just i'm like i I don't know what the hell is going on (laughs) like Mm. pause and explain but definitely said to her before but she just do a a marathon watch of all of them she's being she's been putting it off yeah (laughs) (laughs) she does this thing where she goes like yeah sure and then then like a day will go by and then a week will go by. Because we're, cause we're, we're watching other movies that are being suggested. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about them? Yes. Are you ready to move on? I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> to right. talk about it. All right. So, all right. So, this is our, I guess we could say, our review of Black Widow. Um, this is all spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the movie just go watch it it's in theaters now it's streaming um, on disney plus it's on disney plus just 30, bucks. 30 bucks <laughs> um and i say just like it's you know like it's no big deal it's 30 bucks like it's definitely worth a lot um but yeah so this is a spoiler reveal just if you haven't seen it yet or if you don't care about if you have seen it or if you just don't care about spoilers then all right it, then that's fine that's that's up to you i guess i just have to say that I, I don't even think I watched a trailer for Black Widow, so I went in completely unbiased. Also, like I said, I didn't watch 
or really care for Iron Man and Captain America. So, like, I didn't really get to see, um, Natasha's, um, introduction. Build yeah, build up, whatever. So, anything from, like, the Avengers movies is that that's where I've seen her. And that's where I yeah. got my intro from her. Um, so, yeah, I went into this movie just, like, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm not, I, I was very neutral. Like, I wasn't expecting anything amazing or not anything worse just i just went into it one wondering what it was going to be like um i just went into it thinking you know well obviously it's not mcu movie so i'm excited to see it but at the same time i don't think any of the trailers really wowed me um you know like just i share similar opinions with many other people I, i've seen other people review it and and write their people's opinions and i do think this is a movie that has been long overdue i think when people were asking for a solo movie for this character it should have been at least like like five years ago or when people were actually asking for it and now it's just kind of like you know um you know spoilers i guess for endgame but you know like she dies in it she dies in like the middle of the movie and so it's just kind of bittersweet that the fact that they made this movie as like a semi prequel that takes place before endgame because we know that she's gonna you know i don't really think like the idea of just like you know like will she die in this movie obviously not she's the main character it's, no she's not gonna die but i just mean <laughs> i just mean in the sense of like you know like oh they could make more movies from this franchise or anything like no, that she's and a one kind of, and done yeah this is this definitely feels like a one and done or if they are like they're not playing on it for at least the next few more years but um but yeah like this like i think this should have been switched i, I was watching a video and somebody said like this would make more sense if they switched this with captain marvel so if you look with captain marvel they made that movie with the um intention of getting people to see that movie because she was going to be an end game i think that was really the whole kind of crux behind it instead of like you know just they obviously marketed it as well as like you know he, this is our first female led superhero movie but i think also was like kind of like like i do remember the end credits of infinity war where you know nick fury hits a little um Oh my god, I forget what they're called. They're like, they're old. But like, oh my god, I forget what they're called. But like, mm -hmm. a little Beepers? device thing. What was that? Beeper? That's what I was gonna say. But I feel like it was gonna be wrong. But, um, but yeah, a little beeper thing. And then obviously her logo showed up. And stuff like that. And so people were like, oh, like, I'm gonna have to watch this movie and understand the next one. And it's like, you really didn't have to. You just had to understand that, like, she liked Nick Fury. And she's powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of it. And then she goes up in the space, and then that's why she's not. She goes up in space. And this, that's what that's why she's away for like twenty years in the MCU canon, and then she's not around for Thanos and anything else. That's really it. That's really her importance in that movie. And I feel like if you switched it, Black Widow with that movie, then it, it would have given her, you know, her death much more. Not only just surprise, but much more like, oh, I actually grew to like this character much more because in the previous movie she was just kind of. Like, she's enjoyable, she's badass, she's just, she's a fun character to watch. She feels very but, reserved. But yeah, she, you, you, you felt like, you know, she she had more potential than, yeah. you know, than they were letting her have, you know, and, um, 
you know, so I feel like in that sense, um, it would have been just been better if we had seen this in 2019 and then, you know, which if is anything, the general consensus. Yeah, because then if anything, yeah, because then if anything, if you then just introduce Captain Marvel in the last movie in Endgame, you wouldn't be really missing that much, you know, other than just knowing that like, oh, she, she you know, she has an attachment to Nick Fury and that's how she got here. I guess that's for WandaVision. How it... Yeah. So it's like, that's just kind of it, you know, like that's all you really need to know. And then if you want to make her next movie be an explanation of like, you know, how, you know, how they met, so but then that would have been fine. It would have been better, but that's not what they did. No. <laughs> Not at all. This is a movie that came out 11 years too late. Yeah. Way too late. But, well, they did. They made it now. I mean, it's here it is now. what it is. It's here. Uh, so, um, yeah, so that was my thoughts going into it. I was, I was just expecting just another Marvel movie and stuff like that. And I think for the most part, it does check off all the checklist. Um... You know, I would say overall, this is a good movie. This is a very good Marvel movie overall. I did have a really good time in, uh, watching it. Um, I thought the cast all across the board was very well done. Um, I think, you know, Florence Pugh and obviously David Harbour were standouts. Um, as Yelena and, um, mm-hmm. and Red Guardian. Um what else was there? Uh, I did like the tone. I liked the tone a lot. I liked how this felt more like Winter Soldier in terms of it was a darker, more serious movie. And they dealt with themes that we hadn't quite seen in a Marvel movie before. That really elevated um, that character. And um, it really gave her a sense of like, you know, just, you know, like she went through some shit. This, no, this she woman. went through... She went through some, some very stuff. traumatic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and if you've Probably seen the film, therapist. <laughs> yes, they all should. But you definitely that opening, those opening credits, like everyone is talking about, yeah. and for good reason. It's yeah. it's bone chilling. Yeah, for me at least, it was it was very um, disturbing yeah. to watch. Yeah. It was gritty yeah. and it's it's just overall really sad and like because this does happen in real life and this is a spoiler movie so yeah. Yeah. Um, spoiler movie spoiler review so yeah, yeah. They, ba- they they basically do uh they show uh scenes of uh human trafficking and child trafficking and stuff and um well it's I, her being well yeah in- it was basically it's just her and um her you know, I, I say in quotes, younger sister. They're not related by blood. Yelena. But y- y- Yelena. Um, basically, they were in, indoctrined into this program. Uh, not indoctrined. They were they were kidnapped as kids. They were forced. <laughs> they were forced they were, they to were not... And um, and they, they were forced no to um, yeah, just be brainwashed into this program, and you know, and, the little and killing of, machines. That's what yeah, they are. Turned to killing machines, and you see scenes of them being, you know. You know, shoved brainwashed into, shoved, and trained see, you know, to kill. You're also just shoved into giant crates and stuff. And you know, yeah, like Marvel crates. did not hold back. I oh, was, yeah. 
I was in my seat, like, looking yeah. at, like, trying to see other mm-hmm. people's faces. Because I was like, oh, my God. Because this is apparently the fir- the the second movie, the, M- the second MCU movie to use um, an actual introduction opening sequence. Because the first one was The Incredible Hulk. And they used that um, as a way to basically kind of brush over this version of the character's origin story, which is basically just... You know, he's a scientist, he's a guy, he experimented on himself and then he turned to a giant green rage monster. Didn't need to make the whole movie about that, so he just breezed through it and it made the movie that much better. Because then it's like, you know, oh, I'm actually seeing the origin story and, uh, you know, and it, you know, and then we're back into the original story. And I feel like instead of just telling it, so I feel like that's what made this so much better is that instead of just telling us like, oh, we were human trafficked and, you know, we had to be bunch of shippy cranes where we had to do a bunch of terrible stuff you know and they still do that but no, like, like they actually can... do show it in this opening sequence which i really do appreciate not only just that but i can like after watching that like yeah i would go fucking oh excuse me i would go <laughs> ballistic on people too if like they made me go through that like mm-hmm. i can feel and understand her rage her like just resilience and why she is who the who she is yeah and especially introducing yelena to that because especially it's, it's even more because you even get the sense amazing. in the yeah because you even get the the sense of the opening of the movie that you know natasha's been kind of was kind of more or less ready for this day to come for her to be put into this program where she's been through it before and she's been where she's just you know undercover whereas yelena was just so young that to her like she, she's a just, baby yeah, she's just, just like she, this i think is... they said she was like six or something in that yeah in you that, don't know in that part you know so it's like you know like you really don't know so to her it was you know like technically real but like you know yeah her natasha was really her sister and yeah mm-hmm. david harbour and and uh, rachel, rachel weiss, weiss yeah or her parents yeah so i think her Speaking of just her really quick, um, we can talk about the others real quick. I think Rachel Weiss was probably the only one who was kind of underdeveloped or just kind of underused. She's a very good actress. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, she's like, you know, she's been nominated. I think she's even won Oscars and stuff like that. Like, she's a very good actor. And I feel like she was just kind of, you know, she played a part re- well, but I feel like, you know, they probably could have saved her for a better part for another movie, mm-hmm. but you know it, like the way they used her in this was just kind of you know she's just kind of there she just plays the mother role like tender and, and, yeah loving not loving but well more just kind of you know just caring yeah mm-hmm. caring there we go yeah but in, in that sense so i feel like she they, they could have used her better but you know she didn't she wasn't terrible in it i don't think but you, i don't think that anyone did terrible they, yeah no 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 yeah mm-hmm I think I don't think there was not one bad performance in this whole movie, which I think I can say is the same across the board for all MCU properties. The the chick who casts these movies and shows does amazing. I think her name is Sarah Finn. I think that's her name. She has been doing all the casting since the very first Iron Man movie, and she has nailed. That's why she has her job still. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she has nailed every single. She is time. bringing in them billions. Oh yeah, she has nailed it every single time. So I think you know, I like I literally cannot think of anybody who was miscast in this franchise yeah. as of this far. I think the biggest. I just want to talk about just 
what like left an impression on me is just uh, it's so dark like yeah. i thought it was super violent this reminded me a lot of like this is like it's sort of like light daredevil yeah in a sense, which you have watched yes i have yeah. Like, it I, deals with the same themes, but it's not presented as, as brutally, I would say. It's not as brutal, but it's still enough to, like, walk out of the theater, like, being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that, first of all, like, it's Marvel. But not only that, but they're owned by Disney now, and it's like, they green-lighted this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, yes. They did. <laughs> put it out. They put on Disney Plus, like, them. absolutely not. Yeah. They have that much trust in Marvel that they're allowed to do that. Because I think even if you look back on the previous shows like just you know like the fact that falcon winter soldier dealt with a lot of just um you know like racial t- stuff and stuff that's like especially what reflects in into our real you know, world and what really you know especially in today's climate like just that's very you know i'm glad they like went there yeah, i'm glad they relevant, went there you know? they they didn't just ignore it or just kind of subtly hit at it you know, mm-hmm. like maybe you know some people are kind of racist. It's like no, they made like half the plot yeah. was you mm-hmm. know should Sam Wilson, the black man, be Captain America? You know, Rightfully they, so. Yeah, rightfully they, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you know. And, and we you love know, you, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, and, the, and depending <laughs> on you know how you know what you think about that is up to you. But like you know the fact that I think they were willing to address it is at least something to you know give them some credit that they're not just blindly you know just like oh and he you know this guy's captain america and everyone's okay with it like no because that's almost like a reflection of what happened in the comic books where they glossed it, over it no um well he took up the mantle but like it was um it was like the actual fan like you know people were just mad because that was around the time when they were really i think this was around the time it was like 2014 2013 when this is around when marvel really started rebranding and like you could obviously tell that they were setting things up for so like we can introduce these characters in future installments like they were just making new characters and stuff just so that way you know Mm -hmm. like or new mantles or new ideas so that way they can kind of introduce that you know i'm not saying that like that's a bad thing i think a lot of them are fine and you know even enjoyable but like you know just you can kind of tell that they were it, it was less of like because a lot of people were just mad that you know it was like um they're like oh it's just sjw they're trying to be woke movement shit and it's just like no they're clearly just trying to make new stuff so that way they can make new franchises in the future yeah. like this was because this was like after avengers became a billion dollar movie and they're like oh this is a franchise now like this is going to stick stick for a while so let's yeah. make some and we know these actors won't be, you know, around forever. So let's make some new characters, make some new franchises. I, well, like I said, I didn't know what I was going to get into when mm-hmm. watching Black Widow. But I was really not expecting it to go where it did. And maybe that's partially of my ignorance on, like, her background mm-hmm. of, like, you know, this tortured spy, this yeah, poor soul of, like... I really had to tell you before to even, like addressing the movie that um because i think at one point it was like during the scene when um they're sitting down and just having a chat it was like towards the beginning of the movie and yelena asked her 
like uh you know like do you ever wish that you had kids or then she was you know she gave her response and then i was like oh yeah i remember and then i you know i i, I leaned to you and i was like um they're sterile and you looked at me like what they're sterilized yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like oh yeah because that was a plot point or that was, not plot point but that was like a, a something that was brought up in avengers 2 is that they mm-hmm. forced them all to be sterile sterilized sterilized yeah so it yeah like that's just a really barbaric <laughs> just yeah. just like mm-hmm. what they do to these although little I think the way, girls i although i think the way to present in that movie was was awful i think the way that like the point that they're trying to get across in that movie was not the way the it was joke intended. that elena did with david harbour's character no not even that like when she explains it in because they they bring it up in avengers 2 that she's sterilized and they bring it up in a way that's just like it's just kind of it, not kind of it is offensive where um uh they basically just force this relationship between black widow and the hulk and she thinks that they would be fine together because she views she views themselves as both monsters and and he's just like why do you think you're a monster like yes you kill people but like you know like i'm a literal like if i get angry i can go on a rampage and just murder anybody just by being angry and Mm -hmm. she's like well and it literally becomes less of like you know like oh i kill a lot of people and more of like you know oh i can't have kids which is something I really want to do, but I can't. So that makes me a monster. And it's just like this was definitely written by a dude. <laughs> like it just, yeah, which is who just, who just so not only that, is like, this movie can, eleven like, years can, late. Yeah, so like you definitely think if you can't have kids, and that makes you just a terrible human being. Even I mean, but that you is were a, that is to. no, but that is a reflection in real life of how oh, no, yeah, like no, yeah. your status as a woman, or just like how people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like you, Instead you're, you're assumed you're assumed to like your role as a woman is to eventually, and that's what like mm. also mm. like just coming from any a lot of people, unfortunately, of like you know, mm-hmm. um, it whether you can have kids or not, and yeah. that makes you less of a woman if you can't. So I don't or even just a human being. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. males can't have kids. Well, no, yeah. I just mean, like, you know, like, she's literally, like, like, she's literally comparing herself and the idea to being the Hulk. And it's, like, I think being the Hulk's kind of too different, like, yeah. you know, not so, being able to have kids and being the Hulk's, like, you know. So, what did you, um, what were your, the points in the movie that you, you did appreciate, you did, like, you think that gave Did you, or didn't? Did. That made did. you, that made you did. give the rating um, that you did. Um... Well, she's just referring to, um, because I already rated it on, on Letterboxd. We both rated it. Um, but I really liked the, again, how dark the movie was. Um, I think, uh, you know, like we were saying earlier about the whole Avengers 2 thing, I liked how they took that idea of her being sterilized and took it less as obviously just, you know, oh, she's a monster because, you know, she can't have kids or family. And more of what is actually, like what is you know the problem with that which is that she was just forced to do it against her will because you know this fucking piece of shit just you know just did the same thing to you know 
bunch of other girls and women and you know and stuff like that and then i like that idea that you know we we go more to the history and you know it it can you know like you know i did hear like criticisms of that joke specifically that you're referring to which is you know florence Pugh just you know when david harbour you know they they rescued david harbour from prison you know he's just like you know like why are you so grumpy you know they do a time of the month you know, she's like, uh, we can't have, you know, time of the month. We, you know, our uteruses are out. <laughs> they cut our uteruses out. We, no, she... we, we can't get no periods. Okay, first of all, she did not say it like that at all. And she had a better Russian accent than you. <laughs> no. Um, no, she's just saying that, like, dude, like, I can't, like, I'm not mad. Like, if anything, like, I can't have my period because... I don't have a uterus. I don't have yeah. fallopian tubes. I don't, like, they yeah. literally ripped everything out of me. And I see how people's problem would be, you know, I think it's less of, like, because the whole point of what, what makes it a joke is that, you know, she kind of keeps going on and on, and, you know, and then I think the problem people have is David Harper just treating it like, you know, any other, like, just, you know, if you told your dad about your period, and he's just like, la, 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 not listening. Like, I think that's what people have a problem with, instead of just, like, you know, if she had just kept going and then David Harper's reaction was like think, blank face, like I just think like it's oh, it's also whoops. because if you like look at these two characters, they go through so much shit that I think they're just desensitized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not well, maybe not so, but like they're definitely like it. it definitely, like because they bring it up. Yeah. They, they bring up about whether you know, Elena asks um, Natasha if she ever wanted to become a mom and Mm -hmm. we get that whole conversation but yeah moving aside from the dark and the grittiness well more into it the villain of the movie okay 100 percent hate him well well well, well, let's just first before we we go into that um what did you think of um sure like what's your side of things with like uh what'd you think of um the cast and stuff. I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I think everyone did such a good job. I think, of course, Scarlett Johansson, like, nails her role as... Famous Asian cosplayer. Stop. <laughs> we don't have to get into that. Yeah, but if it has to be her. But no, she... I think she does a good job. Um, everybody is saying Florence Pugh. Obvious. Oh, such a standout. Mm. Definitely, for me the highlight of the of the movie and rightfully so because she will definitely be seeing her yeah hopefully in hawk in, oh yeah in, yeah. in hawk hawkeye yeah. film yeah. or film and tv series um david harbour i don't think we have talked enough about i think he he's so good yeah. mm. So he was definitely different in the in the trailers. I think they made it more. I like thought he go- was gonna be yeah. more he was serious. Like, I wouldn't say serious. Well, I, I told you I didn't like the, watch any trailers. I feel really. like he was, he was gonna be more of like the loving dad, and this is just kind of a dickhead dad. <laughs> like he's just no, he's, not even. Not, he's not like he is loving, but he's just more just kind of ignorant. <laughs> like he's like he's not even just that dumb. He's just ignorant. You know. Yeah, I think he assumes that just because they were young they see him as a father figure when it's like no they remember all the shitty stuff that he put them and they should respect him as a father yeah because because they played these roles as like parents to them and it's like even though when he first meets them he's like you know oh my god that that you know that that job was so boring (laughs) 
Yeah, job no as in job as in taking care of them yeah. during this mission. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then what was Rachel? What is Rachel? Race? Whatever her name is. What her, what her character name was? Yeah, Melina. Yeah, Melina was good in mm-hmm. my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, I just thought like she was just kind of. It just kind of felt like she was. Um restrained i feel like if they they i feel like maybe um like if they ever did like an Marvel movie or proper whatever like that she would be better in like a bigger role than she was here but that's fine yeah mm. um what stood, stood out to me was the i loved whoever um choreographed the the fighting scenes mm. Like the violence was just. It was very like, Winter Soldier, you know, very just grounded and gritty, and you know. The only thing that would have made it better is I don't know who edited that, <laughs> or who filmed it. But from what I can tell, like you can, yeah, tell mm-hmm. that it's a good fight. It's just yeah. like it just does like seven cuts and like, mm-hmm. and then it's like going like. Yeah. 360 and like it's like i don't know what i'm seeing but i know it's good <laughs> yeah so it, it definitely does feel a lot of um of daredevil where they're they're using like just everything in the environment you know remind me of um was it that one moment when um elena's like in the kitchen sink she grabs a plate and just smashes it on yeah uh, that, head yeah that... Like that that reminds me of what was it daredevil like one of the earlier episodes where a guy just like comes around the corner and gets a microwave thrown in his head like yeah just... no that fight was Mm. insane also if you can watch this in theaters definitely do i always think that theater experiences is totally different because then you're forced to pay attention well not just forced to pay attention but like everything is just amplified yeah. amplified you feel every punch and everything yeah disney plus can't yeah. give you that unless you have a home went, theater at home yeah because i went <laughs> to see um what was it batman v superman and imax um when that movie came out i saw it for the first time and I don't like that movie. I'm not a fan of that movie. But um, the IMAX version of that is like, was like so cool and very good. And like that fight scene, the Batman warehouse fight scene, that was so good. Because like you felt like when he punched a dude, it was like, you felt shockwaves. Like it was like, <clears throat> like just, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, does it, you know, like the fights in here are very good. They're very, you can see, um, Especially in that fight in particular, um, how brutal they were. But some of them did get kind of extreme. I, you know, I've seen some people compare like the ending stuff to like watching like a Fast and Furious movie, where it just kind of gets so ridiculous. The third act. Of, yeah, where it just gets kind of ridiculous to the point where you're just going. Kind of like, yeah, I definitely think the first and second act, yeah. act um, battles are like. Yeah, yeah. Cause like superior because even, like, even like the concept of like just like this free falling you know like mid-air fight scene is like fun but then you compare it to something like you haven't seen it you know but uh they did something similar with iron man 3 where uh basically this plane blows up and iron man's in it and you know he flies out and then people who were like passengers on the plane are falling and he has to rescue them but um and there's like 10 of them so he can't like carry them all at once and what made that scene so cool is that they actually like did shots of people skydiving so they actually got people skydiving and they put in like iron man cg in it 
and that's what made it so cool because it because fe- not only did it feel real it it was real it was right. actually people falling whereas opposed to this you just see it and it was obviously everyone was just cgi she's on, a, on, a, she's on a cord C- yeah cgi on a green screen or anything like that so it's like you know which i mean it looked flawless you know like the cg in this is like every other marvel movie it is pretty much just perfect just like one not that helicopter scene. yeah not to see with the with, uh, if you see it Florence when, when just, she's in a hall it's all they're... over twitter if you're if you follow any if you follow the topic of black white i'll just it's that famous clip of uh of her blowing up the plane and her like flying backwards and it looks just so fake like obviously there's some blind spots here and there and obviously and like yeah they've had a year of pointing on the shelf and they didn't bother changing that so that's kind of a problem but yeah. <laughs> you know so what did you think of the storyline i mean the storyline's every other marvel movie it's yeah. you know we gotta find out who the bad guy is and yeah you know what the evil plan is and then underdeveloped kind of bad guy towards the end and funny yeah. quips and jokes along the way you know and depending on what the 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 genre of the movie is you know, it's either really, it's supposed to be more funny or it's supposed to be more serious. I really, really like this film, but I do have to say that I think getting 45 minutes into the movie and then them revealing what their plan or mostly the plot of the movie is a downer or just like... Get it going. Yeah, like it was like so much like which you know i mean it didn't really bother me that much you know no i felt it i looked at my phone well, i, I mean, was like when are we gonna get to it it didn't bother me so much because i uh, you know i'm kind of used to um you know movies and shows that you know you know that establish you know what these characters are and what they're doing first and then, you know, when they meet, then the plot Yeah, but not going. 45 minutes deep. Like, that's already, like, it's... How long is Black Widow? Like, two hours and, like, typical, like... I think this is two hours. I'll look it up, but... Yeah. I don't think it's that long. Yeah, but you're using 45 minutes of it to just, like... Yeah. It's, um... Two so hours and 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really bother me that much. I'm used to slower movies. So that's probably why, but... That's your that's opinion. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. So I guess we should talk about... Uh, I wouldn't say controversial. Oh, but, God. But, no, but, but, no, but no, no. I, I guess <laughs> what people want to say is controversial. What do you think of the bad guys in this movie? Bad guys as in <clears throat> what's the character's name? Um... I think it's kind of a problem, but okay. Mm. <clears throat> the both of them. Um, Drakeoff. Drakeoff. Uh, Ray Winston, he's a bad guy. Draco Malfoy, whatever you want to call him. Drago, Victor Drago. Um, okay. And uh, Taskmaster. Okay, I'll start off with the easier one. Um, the... Drakeoff character was a piece of shit. I well, I guess without saying. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I I think he he did a good job. I mean, obviously, I think it could have been done better. I I feel he like we didn't he part. didn't he played his part, but like he wasn't on screen enough. But like when he was, like I I just like couldn't stand him. I think this, yeah. I think what really well, obviously, what everyone 
watched when they're in the red room and he's just talking about how these orphan girls like that's mm-hmm. who they used as um for as black widows mm-hmm. and that they're disposable and that you know no one's gonna mm-hmm. look for it's just so gut-wrenching it's so sad and it's just such a sad reflection of like what what goes on in the real world and yeah. it just makes you despise like like literally i was like beat him up beat him up <laughs> and mm. yeah like i really wanted him to like suffer <laughs> i was like this um yeah. the way he goes out is not um yeah that was that, that's not not uh, not was as so anticlimactic no. it was just he just gets blown up he just gets blown up meanwhile throughout the movie you're watching him like literally control was, you're yeah. you're watching this man control these these young women and then if they don't you know mm-hmm. if they don't do what they're told or yeah. like mm-hmm. they they don't satisfy the mission they get blown up they get killed and it's he's, just so yeah. he's one of those characters where you hear so much about him and, and like the shit that he's done to these women and just people around the world and you're just like like this guy deserves the biggest ass whooping <laughs> on the planet. Like he's just one of the worst people on the planet, and yeah, he just ties an explosion. I think like the, but he, I he I just think... falls in that category for me of just like just you know just generic like he's not businessman obviously, but like just the more just like guy in a suit kind of behind it all business. Because literally again, you haven't seen you said you haven't seen all the trailers. They literally did not introduce. Like, they didn't put him in any of the marketing material. He literally is just on the last poster that was post-COVID. Like, nobody knew that this man was in the movie or this character right. was actually in the movie until literally the la- like the, the half a second glimpse you see of him in the trailer. Yeah. And well, the, on the poster. And it's just like, who the hell is this guy? And then he well, ends up yeah, being the that... overall villain. It's like, that's kind of, a, you know. Assuming that you guys have seen the movie, like, yeah, the whole plot is Yelena and Natasha trying to get to the Red Room so that they can stop. Like, the whole plot is revolved around him. Yeah, like, stop this man from controlling the Black Widows and... Yeah. And and aside from, like, just awkwardly putting him in some random photos of just hanging out with some government officials and, like, people like fucking Bill Clinton or whatever, it's like... You don't you know, really like, see. You him. don't see him except for the very end, and that is part of a problem. It's like you know, like I put him in with like Ronan, the backup from the first Guardians movie, which is like you know, like I'm just I can see how he's threatening, but like you know, like you're telling me a lot of it, and like I can under and through and like he's acting like you you can it is believable that like oh I believe that guy did everything that they said that yeah. he did, but it's like you know, like no, that guy plays just such a good like. Well, unfortunately, you played a very cold. No, you played a very cold, very toxic masculine, very like I don't give a shit about what I'm doing to these girls. Like I could care less. Like he's you, just a piece of shit. No, nope. that's what he is. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> ooh. yeah, it was just it was just hard to watch. He's not a good guy. No, he's not a good person. Mm-mm. No, no, and then my biggest, mm. and then. Taskmaster. That's his name. Yes. Taskmaster. I, I don't understand all of these reviews of <laughs> fucking hating on this character. I, I know nothing, so I just went into it. I'm like, oh, I think they did a good job just to come out and everyone being like, 
They're the worst. This is not accurate to the source material. This ruins, this ruins, which, like... This fucking SJW won't, won't, this is ruining my movie. Okay, well, if, like, if it really means that much to you to watch this character and, like, um, you wanted more, I respect that. I get Mm. it. I'm just talking from my point of view of just going in blindly and for what it was, like, I think, I, I think it was... It was fine. Yeah. I think for me... But if you wanted more, then that's also fine, too. I think for me as a comic book fan, like... Yes, this is very different from the source material. Like, this... A lot of people point out, this is Taskmaster name only. It's not the same character at all, like, underneath the mask. Like, it's just... You know, obviously, if you... You know, it's just spoilers, so we can just talk about it. It's... He's... It's a she... Taskmaster's a she, it's a girl, it's a woman. The character um, is a she. It's it's a lady. Um and her um, pronouns and are her, she her. <laughs> and her backstory is that she was um Dracov's daughter who Nat Natasha thought she murdered by trying to blow him up, but she also blew the daughter up when she was like a little girl and then turned out that she survived and had a bunch of burnt marks and then her dad just basically turned her into this killing machine. And I think for the story, and I think it, I think for the story, it was fine. I'm fine with changes as long as it makes sense for the movie that you're watching. And I think in that sense, it's fine. Um, Because they did something pretty similar like this in Iron Man 3 with a twist on the villain. But um, I think, again, like, I think it's valid for people who actually do like this character. Um... Uh, that if you do like this character, then, you know, you probably wouldn't be happy that they changed literally every aspect of this character except for the name, kind of the way uh, she looks and the abilities. Because other than those three things, this is not Taskmaster. And I think that it is valid to be mad about that. But if you're just mad about it because it's a lady, just... Grow up. He gives a shit. Like, it doesn't matter. Like... You know, like, like it's one thing if they like just changed, you know, something like it, like if they changed, you know, say like Black Widow's like gender, obviously because they did no, type point is that I she's think, a woman, but like I think it just goes to show just like how that, much you know. more disturbing the Drakeoff character is that he's. You yeah. like once again, like and he, point, like yeah. once again, he like doesn't even give a shit about his own daughter. Yeah. That he turns her into one, like mm-hmm. a killing machine, and just like yeah. doesn't, yeah, and it, and it uses it for his own yeah. purposes. Mm-hmm. And it fits into the theme, the Tasha's arc, which is you know just the idea of you know not running from her past and you know and accepting the things that she did and stuff like that. I think that's like the that's a it fits the point of the movie and the arc and i think that is completely fine you know i think in that sense it's fine but i do under i do understand why people are mad in the sense of like this is not taskmaster because it isn't like sure it it isn't but if you're really are just mad that they turned uh, a guy villain into a girl then which is you know admittedly you know there are plenty of people who think like that then it's just like you know like 
like literally you know we just watched a video of somebody talk about it and it's just like you know like they brought up a good point which is just like literally other than they are a woman nothing about this character screams to you know like girl power whatever the fuck like it's just she's a woman that's it like what <laughs> okay i i mean like you know like like what they would complain about you know like they're just shoving sjw wokeness in my face you know they're they're trying to say she's badass because she's just a woman and it's like no it's like she was forced for, to <laughs> like for, the, for the record women in general are just badasses but yeah mm-hmm. um I think we're all over this place, all over the place with this, but <laughs> it's fine from the structure in any way. But it's just you know. So I wouldn't say it didn't bother me that much, like to the point where it's a negative. I understand, like it was just one moment where I was kind of like, okay, it's fine. It didn't wow me. It was they kind struck of... fear in my heart. <laughs> Fuck, I was like, oh, someone is like literally that moment when David Harbor and like is talking to Melina or whatever her mm. name is, and it's just like, I want to break something, and mm. she's just like, there's something you can break, and mm. I'm like, no, 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 like get out. <laughs> like I was, mm. I don't know why, because mm. I'm like, they know. follow a formula of like you know the yeah. you know they're not gonna get yeah. their ass handed to mm. them that bad. Mm. I think, but I'm like, ooh, yeah. like. I feel for me, it just wasn't, it, at least for me anyway, just didn't feel quite enough. I would have liked to see more. That's fine. I would like to see more of them doing more stuff because literally, like, again, other than the occasional, you know, like, oh, she does the same flips as Black Widow or she throws the shield like Captain America one time or she shoots one bow and arrow or, you know, or she takes the claws out like Black Panther but then doesn't use them. It's like, you know, it's kind of like I sure missed opportunity there, I think. You know, and then for the rest of the movie, she just uses a sword, and we haven't met a character who uses a sword yet, so it's just kind of like, oh, they're just using a sword. <laughs> like, right. So. I I want to talk about the dinner scene. The dinner scene? The dinner scene. Where they're all talking and, you know. When they're all over that cliche, like, family, like, yeah, they're, don't they're, slouch. They're, yeah, they're not a family, like, but, they're, but they're clearly, like, mm-hmm. doing typical family dinner mm, bickering yeah. bickering yam and david harper saying he has lots of sexual energy after being in prison <laughs> disgusting um hey, lots of energy it's, stop with the russian accent <laughs> <laughs> it what just like broke my heart was definitely florence Pugh's acting mm-hmm. like that like i was close to tears Mm. Um, I was like, that girl got mommy issues, daddy issues. Like, it's just so sad to watch that (laughs) unfold. No, like, imagine, imagine really, like, being put in that, and what she's going through. Like, she is younger. Mm. She has to be tough for the sake of surviving. And, you know, she reunites with these people that she genuinely thought that, like, were her family. She had connections with just for, like, you know, to be told that, like, David Harbour is like, yeah, you were like such a fucking Annoying. chore. Annoying little shit. You were just a chore for me. Melina's like, mm-hmm. I, I was just doing my job. And then Natasha's like, um, it was never real. It was <laughs> never real. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah, I would cry it's too. Why? Yeah, like I will cry too. Mm-hmm. That's so mean. Mm-hmm. Why you be so mean? <laughs> You don't like that. Didn't do anything for you. I mean, I, as soon as as soon as I saw the lip pouting, I'm like, oh, here we go. We're gonna get some good acting out of her. 
I mean, she's already a good actress, but I'm like, yeah. you know the face for mm-hmm. any Florence Pugh fans. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. face, like, she's about to drop some, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some truth. I mean, for me, that, that's just kind of, um, you know... I mean, you know, obviously struck a nerve with you, but for me, it was just, you know... It's the, uh, it's the, it's the character's downtime, you know. Oh, yeah. Like well, yeah, everybody knows that. Drama, it's, but, it, you know. I mean, it just comes across so good to me. Yeah. Like, it's not it like, fun. Yeah. you know, yeah. she's, it definitely plays into that, like, you know, I mean, I'm, I think it's just because, like, at this point, it, it, you know, it's so weird that it literally came out, like, a week or two after Fast and Furious 9, because, like, the. Both the things of both those movies are obviously family, like just you know, like you're just uh, don't you know, do your weird family. voice, don't do your weird voice. <laughs> well, you know, no, everything's about family and all that stuff, like just you know, you get it. <laughs> like, I think, I think that's why it's, it's just kind of you know, like, it was fine to me, it wasn't no, but you know, I think it's different because, like, I I, I mean, like I said, I didn't know much about this character, so like when I f- was first watching the introduction, like. I caught on obviously eventually <clears throat> that this that they're yeah. all spies. Yeah. But at first I genuinely thought that they that that was her family. So I think that's why it hit like with me watching yeah. um well cuz I think Florence in that Pugh sense you play they... Yelena and then yeah. cuz I feel like I'm like oh god. Because I think it is just or at least for me anyway like I knew from the 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 comic books like it, the relation the relationships Natasha has with these people are all different. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, they obviously just made this up for uh, the movie. So it's, like, you know, mm-hmm. just... Because, like, in the, in the books, like, David Harbour is actually, like, the same age as all of them. And, um, like, she's... And he's, like, technically, like, Natasha's, like, ex-husband. Ew. And, um... Huh? Yeah. And, um... And Yelena is, like, supposed to actually be, like, the same age as, as her. And they were just basically, like... It's the same idea where they were both part of the of the... Of the spy program but it's not really um a younger sister dynamic it's more of a like rival dynamic like you know mm-hmm. they were just bro they were both brought up at the same time and they right. just, you know they're, they're they're rival black widows essentially gotcha and then um uh molina in the books is just a bad guy so yeah so i'm fine with the changes there because obviously it fit the movie but like you know, it, it wasn't, it, you know, obviously it wasn't, you know, I'm not mad that, you know, Molina didn't have her Iron Maiden mask or whatever. I'm not, they, they, they showed it in the back mm-hmm. and like, they put it as a fun Easter egg, but, um, you know, it wasn't a make or break for me. I didn't really care because I literally know other than like the the basics of these characters. I, that's like all I know essentially of them, but, you know, it, it's not really a you know, so in that sense, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, even though I understand it's different from the books, like, I just kind of saw that coming, especially from yeah. watching all the trailers stuff of that, you get the idea that, like, oh, this movie's about family. What's your real family? Well, yeah. Because she has two families. She has yeah, this family but, I and mean, then the I, Avengers. Well, well, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. a, a big fan of, like, that kind of reveal in movies of, like, the, oh, like, we stick together or like where we gotta what Dave Harbour says where he's just like we're like, family we fight with you yeah like we're family and it's just like y'all don't act like one and, and Diesel shows up stop no he doesn't you see all those memes <laughs> no and I don't care oh God, too they're so funny they're so funny it's literally just Vin Diesel popping up out yeah like 
But definitely the 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 themes of this movie and um, Florence Pugh's character really really hit home and mm-hmm. yeah. made me made me give this movie a good rating for a reason. Yeah. I I understand what everyone else is saying about this yeah. movie is too late or the inaccuracy or. Um, Mm-hmm. just like the jokes don't land or like whatever like yeah. if that's you know you didn't enjoy it or you like didn't think it reached its full potential like that's fine but yeah. i saw it like i, w- I want to watch it again and can we talk about the most memorable character in the entire movie um her 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 friend that gives her stuff Oh, poor man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even What's know his, his name? name? Do you know his name? No. Um, his character's name is Rick Mason. Rick Mason. He's also known as the agent. Uh, this poor guy. He went to Comic Con. Uh, as like you know, being talked about as if he's like part of the full cast, which he really isn't. Um, he shows up three times the entire movie. Each like two minutes long. He was Natasha's dealer. He, li- he just like... literally just shows up. He's just like, I got else? So he's just like, it's fine. He's like, okay, <laughs> and he's leaves. Yeah, I could definitely tell that. Like, I because I, th- I think the the uh, the thing was is that I think actually he, he he just talked about it. He apparently when he auditioned for this movie, he auditioned for a very different role, and I think the idea was that he was supposed to be Taskmaster. But, and that's, like, at least what he auditioned for. But mm-hmm. then, like, you know, they're like, okay, thank you. Like, you know, like, thank you for audition. Like, you know, like, we'll definitely get you for this movie. And he was like, oh, so, you know, basically got it. And then at one point he, um, he, like, got involved in this other project that he was very, like, you know, like, all in for, I think on Hulu or something. And then he was like, you know, like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I'm, the schedule's going to be conflicted or whatever. And then he called back. He was like, hey, you know, like, do you think I'm going to be able to do this? And he was like, oh, no, like, we put your, like, your, your role is, like, very different. Like, you oh, know, like, you know, we like, downgraded you. Yeah, we downgraded. Like, you're fine. So a lot of people think that um, that he's he was supposed to be Taskmaster, and then they, they probably changed it oh, for gotcha. the reveal. Because, like, other than that, because, like, when you, when you put him in, in the, because when this movie was first announced, they put him up with the, with the Comic-Con panel or whatever like that he's the only one that's like a character that like we we know who everybody else is supposed to be he's the only one that like sticks out like a sore thumb and in a movie where you're supposed to be like oh man who's this guy who's the taskmaster it's like you know like oh my god like it's obviously the guy who also has you know his own character or not even you know like he's just a character he's just there and he does nothing else and I think for this, they just threw him off. I think it was just... I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It's just... It's just <laughs> like, I don't know. He was whatever for me. I mean, no, like, he... Like, he's fine. He he's, was fine. He's, he's just there. He's enjoyable. Yeah, he's just a side character. I think not... just what's annoying is that he literally gets his own character poster. Like, they <laughs> literally act like he... Like, 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 literally the main bad guy in this doesn't even have his own character poster. And, like, you know... But, yet, you know... I think that's another thing that leads to the whole Taskmaster problem. It's just, you know, that, um, like, they marketed the shit out of that character as, like, you know, like, the bad guy in this movie. And even then, 
she's barely in it. Like, you know, she shows up a few times and, you know. I'm just really sad that this is the only movie we're going to get with, or or the last movie we'll get with Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Like, I feel so annoyed that all her other male co-workers get, like, Mm -hmm. three movies and she hers comes late as hell and it's a one and done Mm -hmm. and there's no justice for her really (laughs) like like you we can all say like this movie's out like yeah yeah but it's they did make it they did make it but like some things are just a little too late because everybody is just like oh this wasn't as enjoyable because we know what her and f- her fate is with yeah. the, within the universe. Which is smacking on the ground. With y- smacking on concrete. <laughs> oh, no. Jammer Renner. Just slippy fingers. That p- it's got was... butterfingers. <laughs> yeah. They were, fingers fingers butterf- were like... they were funny for the last butterfinger. And he got yeah. two, his, his fingers became too butterfingery. And he, he, he slipped. Yeah. She fell and she smacked. No, that's not how it went. <laughs> I think that's pretty sure how it went. I don't know. I've seen. I think I've seen the movie more than you. I think. I think mm-hmm. I would know. It's definitely because of Butterfingers. But yeah. Any other thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts, guys, but <laughs> it's. It's not really pertained. It's not pertained to the movie. About it's, the it's, movie. It's about the outside of the it's movie. It's about the. Um, the criticism that this movie is getting from particularly um, male audiences that I have a problem with. The people who we talked about earlier. Yeah, not really much. Not not really, not really much else to say. But but um, because I was in such bliss after the movie, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm really excited to hear other people's, and I still am, like for what it is, I'm excited to hear about what other people think about it but like mm. it's just an overwhelming overwhelming amount of just shitting on this movie i think from i don't think it's nearly as bad as when captain marvel oh well out. yeah no not at all i think that was not at all but it's, like, it's there were but, so many but these two just... but but black widow and captain marvel is like in its own realm of like unjustly criticism I think compared that, to like you know, we all were the talking other about films it the other day and I just think you know like I think getting mad at these people you know like it's it, it is fine to get mad at these people who are like that but at the same time you know like no matter when they would have released this movie it would still get the same like these same people would still be reacting this way and at that point it's just kind of like you know you're more or less expecting it than you know like like they're literally like in the same you know, like literally in Falcon and Winter Soldier, in the episode when um, they did a parallel of you know cops, uh, you know racial profiling, Sam Wilson, you know, and stuff like that. Like there was literally so many videos that came out that same day of like you know like Disney Plus ratings are tanking because they introduced SGW stuff. And it's just like shows plummet because if people watch the first episode and weren't interested ratings go down like you know right it's not, you know it's the same for every tv but, show everybody watches the beginning episode the middle episode and the last episode of every season like the same amount everything else in between is like in the pits 
I don't yeah. know what else you're expecting. Like, no, but overall, I really liked it. I liked it enough that I would watch it again. Not thirty dollars Disney Plus version, but like, yeah. Going... If you can watch it in the theater, if you're vaccinated, watch it in the theater. It's good. Yeah. It's definitely a Marvel movie. If you like Marvel movies, you'll definitely have a good time. If you're not a fan of Marvel movies, I don't think this will change your opinion, but... I think you'll be lost. Well, not lost. No, not want to say this. This is very standard. Compared to other Marvel stuff, like, like this is not Infinity War in terms of, like, you should probably know wait, at least a few of wait, these characters Wait, beforehand. I take it back, I take it back, I take it back. Yeah. Cut I think, that out. Yeah, I think, I think C- for Black Widow, I think... Cut that out. Fine. You're fine. No, I'll leave it in. No. No, it's fine. <laughs> no. No. Um, no, I, I think for this, you'll be fine. If you don't know anything about the character, you're fine. Just watch, just, if you have Disney Plus, just go on the Disney, you know, this Marvel Legends show, whatever like that. It's like 11 minute recap. Just watch that. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, but other than that, yeah. Um, so. What do you, so what do we rate it? What do we rate it? Um, I would give it a a a low eight out of ten like a firm eight out of ten i think for me like it's not quite as like i definitely think without the additional like you know like human trafficking elements and like all that sort of stuff and like the abuse of of women in this movie i think that elevated it up point i think if it weren't without that then it would have been like another you know generic marvel movie like six to seven out of ten but i think all that all of it's up a point and i do like everybody in the cast i think everybody was you know very well acted in it and stuff like that i think that's what brings in eight for me but i want to pass it push it past an eight for me gotcha i think for me positive are obviously all the cast are great um across board um the action's fun um it can be a bit numbing at times but overall it's it's fun dumb action you know there's literally <laughs> is a not dumb it, action <laughs> um there's literally a scene where guys are free falling and they're trying to shoot a plane down while they're free falling and then one lands on the plane and david harbour picks up a shield and throws the shield out the windshield and the guy flies out from said plane <laughs> i'm sure it's pretty dumb okay. but it's fun it's definitely a fun movie. It's definitely more of the serious side of Marvel. So if you're definitely like a, if you're more of a Captain America Winter Soldier person, this is definitely more appealing to you. If you're more of a Thor Ragnarok or Guardians person, then you know like yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. But um, overall, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, you know, that's probably about it for me. Nice. What about you? I give it a nine. Um, nine out of ten what nine out of ten nine out of ten i loved it i thoroughly loved i'm lost of words <laughs> no um yeah i'm mm-hmm. just piggybacking on what you said just mm-hmm. i yeah i love i like the characters mm-hmm. i like the villains um, i think that's what probably the one negative for me i think it's just the villains i think for me um you know i think in terms of like memorability of marvel villains they're more or less like they are probably more memorable than most like i would say they're more memorable than like fucking yellow jacket from ant-man or the ghost from ant-man and the wasp but like you know 
they still fall into you know just that simple you know uh just guy in a suit and big bad guy who doesn't really have a personality like to me taskmaster is a like a like it, it's literally it is weird how similar this character is to winter soldier but winter soldier you know they do play with that character more in that sense if you understand what i mean mm-hmm. so but. yeah solid eight but closer to a nine for me so i, I give it a nine okay so all right um that's it that's our show that's our first episode um if you want to listen to more we'll definitely be back next week uh, we don't know what we'll be talking about but um maybe it'll be loki maybe it'll be something else we're thinking maybe doing luca we don't know um but if you really enjoyed this episode you know please subscribe um uh give us a like or something if you want um <laughs> a like, our, a dislike. <laughs> our, our letterbox descriptions will be in the description below um uh i'll try to have this up on on spotify and apple podcast and wherever you prefer to, whatever to you listen prefer to listen to yes so um wherever you want to listen to on there that's where you can probably find us um my name is sam and i'm araceli and we'll see you next week bye guys bye bye